Sukkah, Perik Base, Mishnah Gimel, 2-3. This Mishnah has more what-ifs here. In all of the cases in this particular Mishnah, the Sukkah is going to be kosher. The point of the Mishnah, even though it keeps on saying the Sukkah is kosher, Sukkah is kosher, is that in some of these Sukkos, one may go into the Sukkah and make use of it on Yom Tov and Shabbos, and others one may not, as we'll explain. So focus on the whether one may go into the Yom Tov or not part of the Mishnah in each of the cases. The Mishnah begins by saying, If one builds a Sukkah on the back of a wagon, or on the deck of a ship, so the wagon moves around, so one might have thought that since it's like a mobile sukkah, it's somehow invalid, but no, we'll see it's kosher. And same goes with the ship. The ship is mobile, and therefore it's also kosher. When it comes to the ship, there's an additional element to, con- to consider, which is that the wind out at sea is very strong and liable to blow over the sukkah. And the general rule is that a sukkah has to be able to stand up to what's called a ruach mitsuya, typical winds that one would experience back on land. Um, if a sukkah can't stand up to typical winds, it's not kosher, even though it hasn't been blown over. Um, but if, for argument's sake, a ruach mitsuya, typical wind, is, let's say, 30 knots. I'm just making up a number now. Okay? So as long as your sukkah can stand up to 30 knots of wind, it's going to be kosher. Out at sea, it might be typical for the wind to rage well above 30 knots. Nevertheless, if your sukkah on the back of your ship can stand up to 30 knots worth of wind... Um, so then your sukkah is kosher, even though it's liable to be blown over at some point later on on the back of the ship. While it's up, it's okay. That's the Mishnah says here, When you build your sukkah up in the tree or on the deck of the ship, kshera, the sukkah is kosher, notwithstanding it's moving and that it could be windy. And one may go into that sukkah on the wagon or on the ship on Yom Tov. And again, there's no real reason why you wouldn't think that was the case. Um, however, we're going to contrast that to the next cases. The next cases are Barosha Ilan Obrosh, excuse me, O Al Gabi Gamal. If you build your sukkah up in a tree, a treehouse sukkah, or on the back of a camel, in both those cases, again, share the sukkah is kosher, assuming it has what sukkahs need to have, but the Ain Olin Labi Yomtov, one may not use that sukkah on Yomtov. The reason why is because there's an Isadura Ban of making use of a tree on Shabbos, and similarly in Issa Durabanda making use of and sitting on a live animal on Shabbos. The reason is because Chazal were concerned, one making use of a tree might come to pluck a branch off the tree, now being Issa Durabanda of Kotzer, of reaping, and similarly if one's riding on the back of an animal, um, although there are cases where if you want to make an animal carry a burden, it's an Issa Durabanda, here just sitting on the back of an animal, um, your person alone is not an Issa Durabanda, but there's Issa Durabanda of doing that, lest one come to um, break like a branch off a tree to use as a switch to prod the animal. So we're talking about Isuri Durabanan, and therefore one may not go into the sukkah on the tree or the sukkah on back of camel on Yom Tov. However, during the rest of the week, the sukkah is kosher. Now there is a, a side point to consider here, which is many learn that the sukkah has to be viable for all seven days of sukkahs. As the Pasuk says, Chag HaSukos Shivas Yamim. You'll make a sukkah holiday for seven days, of which many learn that means that the sukkah has to be able to be um, viable for a whole seven days. It may need to be a, okay as a, as a diras aray, a temporary dwelling, but it still has to be a seven-day dwelling. And that was really the principle governing the Ruach Matsuya issue, that if um, your sukkah can't stand up to winds which will are likely to blow at some time during sukkahs, so then even now that the winds haven't blown, 
your sukkah is not kosher because it won't last all seven days. So here too, one could say, listen, if this is a sukkah that can only be used, let's say, six days out of sukkahs because you can't use it on Yom Tov, again, maybe even five days of Yom Tov and Shabbos are on different days of the seven days of sukkahs. So how could it be the sukkah's kosher? So the answer is that really midor if one would go into the sukkah in the tree or the sukkah on the back of the camel, he'd be yoti as mitzvah, the isr is an isr der And in fact, if one did eat the first night of sukkah, for example, in the back of a camel inside a sukkah, while he did an isr of using the camel, um, he certainly yotzi his mitzvah doraisa of eating in eating in the sukkah kazaris. So the point here is that while one is not to use such a sukkah during Yom Tov, it's not intrinsically invalid, and therefore it's going to be acceptable um, during the rest of the week. Fine. Now, focusing on trees for a moment, the point here is that the tree is supporting your weight, and that is forbidden. And therefore, the Mishnah says, If two of the three supports of the ground of your sukkah treehouse are supported by the tree, and the third leg that supports the floor of the treehouse sukkah is not from a tree, it's made by man, whatever, it's just a ladder or whatever, a, a, some sort of column built by a person, then you're still using the tree, of course. And same goes, O Stein Adam, even if two of the three supports are man-made, Ba'achas Be'ilan, and the third one is the tree, still, during the week, Kshera, in all those cases, the sukkah is kosher, but Ve'ein Olna Be'yomtov, one cannot use that sukkah treehouse on Yomtov because he's relying on the tree to support his weight. Shalosh Adam, however, if there are three separate supports that are supporting the ground of the treehouse, sukkah, and they are made by human beings, meaning not the tree, and the fourth support is actually a branch of a tree, your sukkah then is kosher, and you could even use it on a yomtav, because there it would it's being held up by the three man-made supports alone. And indeed, that has to be true, as the Mishnah says, Zehaklal, this is the governing principle. Any treehouse sukkah, where if the tree would disappear, the sukkah would still remain standing, because it's supported by other external man-made supports, so then it's kosher, kshira, and one could go on to it on yomtav. Whereas if any scenario where the tree would disappear, or be removed, then the sukkah would fall down, one may not go into that sukkah on Yom Tov. So the truth is it doesn't really matter. It's not, the magic, it's not about the magic of numbers, two or three or one support. If you had one support for your sukkah made by man and it was sort of done in such a way that it supports the whole treehouse, you know, it's a steel girder um, and it's balanced just right, the fact that it's also budding trees doesn't make a darn difference. Whereas if you have uh, three supports that are man-made but the essential strength is coming from the tree. If the tree is removed, the thing falls down, then, again, the sukkah may not be used because it's the tree that's supporting it, and one may not use a tree for support on Yom Tov or Shabbos because of the Isra Durabanan.